Yo, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I am your host, the Afro Boy, Prince Unity, and this is the Lost African Podcast, where we talk about what? Everything black, everything African, uh, from Afro history to culture to financial literacy to even controversy, you know, those social and political issues. And we do social issues and political issues, what? Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, uh, we try to truffle and shuffle through the issues um, that hold us back as a collective, internally all the way from the corporate world to uh, our family household, parenting, siblings, so forth, and, and our collective community externally. So today I actually ran across a TikTok video, a social media video that was about a stepdad kicking out his stepson and reasonings behind why that is. So today will be talked about as when do we need to leave the nest? Now, to give you more background about what I mean when I say this and why I made this story, the stepson is a step grown man. This is the truth. He is 29 years old. Right, twenty nine years old, and the stepfather this time feels like he needs to spread his wings. He needs to get out into this world. He's not understanding uh, throughout the expression of manhood why he's still in his mother's house, and I get that. Right now, there's an African proverb. So I did try to do some research to see if I can correlate. Do the diasporas um, have these issues when parenting, whether they're in a two-parent household, single-parent household, uh, or collective at all? But I did find an African proverb that sort of fits it. And it says, examine what is said, not who is saying it. And a lot of times we get caught up in the emotional aspect depending on who is saying what to us Versus what is actually being said. So from the stepson's perspective, he's so defensive because of who is saying it. Not taking heed that this may be uh, helpful criticism, constructive criticism in his introduction into true manhood. Stating that, well, this is what men do there at some point. You as a man have to get up and get off of your feet because you will need to learn how to face the world, especially if you're going to have a family of your own. You need these trials and tribulations as a man to be able to walk and have that experience. So when your children go through this, you can then live them a helping hand through your life experiences. You can walk through them like, yeah, I've been through this. Um, it's I've been through this similar experience throughout life because I got up off of my feet, especially if you're talking about having a son. Now, going into the fact that uh, we're dealing with uh, a black man, a black mom, and a black son. All right. So the mom says, you know, he ain't going nowhere. He don't have to go nowhere. It's her only son. 
course the steps. I'm paraphrasing some of the conversation because I want you to roll with me as we go through this dialogue. Stepdad says, you know, at some point he has to go, right? Mom says, well, if that's the case, you can go. You know, well, actually, she says to the stepson, you can go when you get ready. And she's talking to her son. The stepdad said, you got to make your own way. And I believe that you do. Every man comes to a point where you have to make your own way in this world. No one is going to do it for you. Now, what I get from a lot of fem- femininity and feminine energy, especially from the mothers, because the, the, the mother's love is so strong and very protective over their children, especially their sons. It's almost unquakening, right? To protect their babies, especially their baby boys. Um, she's like, no, when he get ready, he'll do that. I want him here. He's saving up his money, so forth and so on, right? He doesn't, he, he, he's good. You know, when, when he's able and ready to do that, then he can go. Otherwise, He's fine here. Now, the mom also said this out of rebuttal because she doesn't like that uh, they're having this conversation. And the stepdad is like, well, you know, some got to give. I'll go. If he ain't going, I'll go because I don't understand why you're not. And I, I, I see it from the perspective of him saying you have to allow him to be a man. Now, this is what we're going to get into. Um the effects of history, especially when we talk about black history, welfare, and how um, chattel slavery in North America affected the enslaved Africans who transformed into the black people that you know today. She says, no, if that's the case, because he's talking about he's going to leave, you can go and he can't. And he doesn't have to. Now, what I hear from this to me is the dramatic, dramatic, I said not dramatic, dramatic uh, after effect of like the welfare system has a super impact on that and sort of stereotyped statement of the independent woman. I don't need a man so you can go. Right? And how quick that statement was thrown out of her mouth. Now, here's my thing. Rolling it back. You have to understand. My black women, I need you to listen to me when I say this. You can be independent all you want because that brings your own individual strength to a collective uh, cohort, to a collective family. That is positive. But when you say statements like you don't need a man, how do you not need a man? You do need a man in your life because what do you want? What do you, what do you usually crave? Love and protection from both sides of your genetics. You want love and protection from your father also. You want love and protection from your husband also. So when when it comes to that, 
You can't say you don't need him, especially if you're talking about how to teach a young boy walks of life and manhood. You need a man in that space. You need a man that is is just. He has to be there because you can only teach, especially if we're dealing with your son. This this is how I feel. Full disclaimer, none of these things are based in fact. These are just my opinion based on what I'm researching and seeing. You can, listen to me, woman. You can teach your son how to treat and cater to women. You can teach your son good manners, good qualities that go along with his characteristics and personality that overall shapes him as a person. But you can't teach him how to be a man because you've never experienced life as a man. And I have to tell you that truth because I need you to understand that what a a man is telling him is a reflection of what he knows, especially if you're talking about a black man talking to a black boy, what he knows he will go through, not what he thinks. Not not different outcomes. Nine times out of ten, it is what he know he will go through at some point in his life. So a man's presence throughout the aspect of that young boy's life into adulthood should be impacting him. Now, when a man enters that boy's life, it's very pinnacle because from the assumption of the the video, it might have been later in life to where the young man is just complacent with his situation. And he feels like he doesn't need to do any of these suggestions from his stepfather. He's like, I don't have to go. And he really says this. He really says this. So stepson's like, man, my mom said I ain't got to go nowhere. This is my mom's house. She said I ain't got to leave. I ain't got to leave. She, she said I ain't got to pay no bills. I ain't paying no bills. This this goes into the battle of what a man is supposed to do, also a reflection of what he sees. Uh, and even in that aspect, and I think because of the impact of my, my grandfather mainly, I was also molded to be independent. Granddad made me get up and cut grass. Uh, my granddad made me wash clothes, made me fix stuff. And I always seen my granddad do things. He didn't, he, the, not, it wasn't too much that he let my grandmother do for him. Now, my grandmother aided him in the household and raising the family. When it came to outside of like feeding him and maybe getting him a few things, him as a man, how he walked with her was, this is what I'm doing. This is my role as a man in this family. I'm doing this. You know, your role is to help and aid and assist me. And I play my role. And they played it out together. So I get. I feel like I get a lot of my independence from the man's angle from my grandfather, to be honest. Because he got a bad day. He got two. He ain't sitting by. I don't think. That I could either. Because for me, 
I'm going to get up and understand that, okay, how do I aid my mother as a man? As taking the responsibilities of what men are supposed to do. Not just saying okay because she says okay. My manhood, especially understanding the value and the role that I play in the form of leadership, regardless whether or not I'm her son, the things that I just need to do, I, my manhood wouldn't allow me to do that. That it just it just wouldn't. I me I couldn't, and it's not gonna happen to this day. Even if you roll back time, I was never doing that. Nope. Took out the garbage, washed clothes, watch. I did a lot of things on a lot of things on my own. I'm not just out here just because. Now the crazy thing was one of her uh, rebuttals to the step to the stepdad's overall opinion was. You know, well, he's 29 years old. He he living at home. That's that's not good. He needs to lead the nest and, and, you know, get out into the world as a man should because he needs to experience life. Well, she said, well, I met you when you was living with, with, with your mom. Now, to me, that rebuttal doesn't really stick. Why? Because, well, is he still living with his mom? But yes, you met. You, you're going to meet any man at this point particular time and some stage in his life but again going back to the impact of the men that are in his life that's that helps mold his manhood reflects on the actions that he take so they seem to be at least 10 to 15 plus years later somewhere close to 40 he not live he married to you he not living with his mom so at some point he progressed and he understood as a man, this is what I need to do. Because what you're saying, I don't think from, from what the mother is saying, I don't think that she would want a man that was like that, that was over the mom. And that, that's the question that you really have to ask when you impact how you go about caring and naturing, especially for your son. If you were the woman, I know this may be a thing for y'all. As moms, but if you, as a as a woman, would you want a want a man that is doing or in this stage in his life? Would you want a man like that? Would you want a man that's twenty, just twenty nine years, maybe even thirty going on years old? Because remember, she said he didn't have to leave. Would you want a man that is in? That predicament. Would you want to marry that man? Would you want kids by that man? I want you to really think about this uh, when it comes to how you nurture and care care for your your sons. Because if you couldn't be with a man like that, why are you raising a man? Why are you raising your son to develop these tendencies as a man? And that's that's that is a, a true impact. Now, the stepson, after this whole conversation, says, well, all y'all got to do is ask me, you know, to help if y'all need help. You know, it's not like I'm out here not getting up, doing whatever it is I'm doing. I'm barely here. So why I got to take out the trash if I'm barely here? Why I got to do this and that if I'm barely here? So forth and so on. And the mom co-signs saying, right, he ain't barely here. What you do is you create a super duper crutch. For him, talking about right, this, this, and that. No, 
you hold him accountable the way you should expect any man to hold him accountable, especially some man who's supposed to be his father figure or his father. In, in that standpoint, no, hold your son accountable. No, you need to get up and do this, period. They're grown. Like when you go out and get a job, and nobody going to ask you to do your job. They're going to expect you to what? Do your job. Now, for the last bit piece of this, I want to talk to what I truly do here. And you probably didn't hear me say uh, my women, black women and women in general. And, and listen up, man, I want you to reflect on this, right? My black fathers and, and men in general. Listen, throughout this, she keeps saying one thing. And I, it really touched me uh, from the perspective of the black mother. She says, he is my only son. He don't need to go nowhere. Men come and go, but my son is forever. Now, when she makes this statement, what... Let's sit here for a minute and let's sit here from a historical standpoint. What I hear from this is number one, the fear of moms and their sons being in danger throughout their life existing in this world, and the extreme fear of black moms and their black sons. Existing in this world with all the dangers that they face. Number two, he is not going anywhere. Men come and go, and my son is forever. So, what is the overall historical reflection? That you hear from this part two of the statement. She expects men to come and go out of her life. She does not expect a man to stay. That is a very harsh reality or a harsh believed reality, I should say. Especially coming from our black women that we should not hear as black men. Why is she saying that that just men come and go? Now, again, this may go into the realm of the independent woman era and phase. And it begged me to ask the question going back into our heritage, because this is a reflection of of a lot of the things that were lost and taken from us throughout our heritage because it molds us in a different manner. So I kept asking questions like, well, why do African women need African men? Outside of our earlier black culture, where you've seen more of the prevalence of why they would say black women need black men and the understanding that we had as a collective, that drifted. I can't give you the exact era or time frame of when that drifted. It could be all the way back to the beginning. But the difference was, from what I understand from talking to uh, African men and women and um, 
doing research over over time, they understand throughout the collective of the village that the African man is is just as irreplaceable as the African woman. So they can't come and, and, and go in this ease and say that in this manner because they both understand that they are both very important. And there's a crack structure in the way that I hear my black women of today, especially in North America, say this. This is true. I feel like this is a truly cracked structure. So, I want to leave you guys with this as a thinking point. And I'll leave a poll. Or I'll leave leave a question for those, especially those who listen on Spotify. What or why, excuse me, what caused the dis-independence, the dismissal of the need of the black man when it comes to the black woman? How did this come about? How did we get to this point? That it affects a margin of our community. Because not all black women feel this way. I've met black women who tell me proudly, I do need a man, especially a black man. I 100% need a black man. I need a black man for my son. I need a black man for my family. But since this came across my news feed, that means that a portion of our community, especially black women, feel or are feeling some of these things. So how do we get to that point? And how do we change it? Now, one, one answer could be black men come together and be black men, be great black men, be positive black men, be forthcoming, be knowledgeable, be educated black men. Be stern black men, be strong black men. Be family oriented black men. Be a father to a child that is not yours, black men, type of black man. That's one way, right? Um, but I'm your host, the Afro Boy Prince Unity, and hopefully you've gained something impactful. Hopefully you gained something that makes you think. Hopefully. You gain something that makes you do your own research, that makes you start asking your family, your collective, hey, man, we need to get this together. We need to take back and hold and cherish everything that we've lost uh, as a collective, all the way back from our heritage to who we are today. I'm your host, the Afro Boy, Prince of Unity, and this is the Lost African Podcast. Please like, share, give our show a five-star rating, and we will love and see y'all later.